Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm fine, I think, on the whole. What about you? That's very good. I think I'm also fine on the whole, mostly. Mm -hmm. I am enjoying the sunshine. I am not enjoying the temperature drop. No, I am now seriously getting tired of my jumpers. A little. Yes. Seriously a little. Yeah, yeah. Even with debobbling, I would like something else. Well, I, I actually... I wanted to tell you this because a weird thing happened. I okay. Was, I decided I needed some new t-shirts, okay? Mm-hmm. So I just picked colours and they arrived and I thought, this looks familiar, this colour combination. And I laid them on the bed and I realised I've replicated my Missoni scarf in t-shirt colours. That's so interesting. So I've got a, the orange, a kind of pinky burgundy, a mauve... And a cream. And that's the colour of the stripes on my Missoni scarf. That's incredible. I mean, these aren't even colours I wear that much. Any of them. But those were the ones I picked. You Do you really, really like your scarf? I love my scarf. Yeah, so I guess that's... yeah. I guess that's why, but I haven't worn it for ages. Mm, that's so but interesting. clearly, in the back of my mind, I want to wear it. Yeah. That's... And now I can wear it with my each T-shirt. Which each T-shirt, yeah. Mm. I thought that was an interesting, spooky, subconscious yeah. fashion event happening somewhere in the back of my brain. Yeah. And how about you? Have you had any spooky events? No, no spooky events. It's just um, I do, I'm sort of maybe slowly inching towards using the odd tiny bit of makeup maybe again. Oh my word. Maybe I should just go full on today when I'm not seeing anyone on my screen. Maybe that's yes. a good way do to do it. Do it for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Do maybe. it for yourself. Mm. And are, is it, are you thinking full on? Have you been edging towards particular product categories? Mm, not really. I think I'm maybe sort of around eyes, maybe. I haven't, I, I don't know when nice. I've last used mascara well how have you been able to tint your eyelashes well yes but last time i think it didn't go a hundred percent so and it's really hard to do it yourself so i can't really rectify it myself i think so maybe that's part of the reason so at least i should probably get on my curlers and do a bit of curling oh god eyelash curlers are yeah and then i have this really i love this mascara it's a helena rubinstein and it's really Mm. really i probably mentioned it before it's it's just like a gold bullet sort of like a like a slim bullet and and the the wand ends in in like a screw it hasn't got a brush it's just like a metal screw um And I, I, at some point, I remembered my mother having it, you know, in the 70s or something. And oh, they're still doing wow. it. Um, and I really, yeah, um, I, you can tell I'm very excited about my mascara. So I should really, <laughs> you should, I should really get it out. You should just go for it. You should just curl those lashes yeah. and get that mascara yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. And it sounds think... like you you watched something this week that goes with I my did. mascara idea. I really loved it. Um, 
we watched the documentary about the Go-Go's. There's a new one, or one from last year, directed by Alison Elwood. And it's so interesting. Like, I didn't really know about them. You know, I ha- I knew a couple of the songs, but that and a bit, but not. But it's such a good film. I really, really loved it because they have all the members, like former members, current members, speaking now about being in the go-go's and reminiscing and they have a brilliant brilliant montages of footage like amazing footage of them when they're really young in los angeles and in california because because you have to imagine punk in california yes mm. and that that was the first thing that was amazing to me because punk with suntans is a different yes thing and also, I really Belinda, I mean, I I knew like you, I knew some of the songs, but I only, I don't know how to say that, only the audio, you know, I, I, I could not, yeah. I cannot remember any of the videos. And I wonder why that was, but maybe we got MTV a bit late, or I don't, I don't know, maybe I can I mean, just not remember. We never had MTV, like, not, you know, not until way, way later than that. So I, either. but I knew Belinda Carla, but I didn't. I didn't connect her with a go-go, you know. I oh, just really? no, I didn't know that was the same person. So oh, that's funny. She's rather fabulous, I think. Yes, she is. Um, oh my goodness, so many amazing outfits. I mean, that was the thing. Like, it was really wonderful to learn about them, to learn about each of the women as individuals, about what fun they had together. I know it all went wrong, but you know, it was really great to hear about a group of young women having an amazing time being the first all-women group to go to number one, all women playing their own instruments and wrote their own songs. Mm. And they seem so just pioneering and inspiring and amazing. So from the music perspective and from forging a career in a male-dominated sphere, amazing. Mm. But of course, for me, it's the makeup, it's the outfits, it's the hair. Oh my goodness, Belinda Carlisle, I salute you for your amazing range of hairstyles. Yeah. And it was really fun to see them go from kind of punky girls to evolving their own style, kind of that sort of 80s thrift shop 50s Mm, style. That's true. That Mm. is really fun. And she has like short spiky hair. She has headbands placed at and head wraps placed at different positions so you get different volumes of hair at different points yeah that's absolutely true and i love that i love that video where where she's the band leader and she's actually a man that is insane yeah it's so good yeah because because it's quite it's quite confusing i mean i have to say i think 80s music Mm. videos are fantastic and they're fantastic in their madness. It's a bit like going back to the Leon de Mogol, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah, true. You just have to embrace the madness. Mm, yeah. Because they haven't sort of evolved as a thing yet. So it's just like, let's do whatever 10 things come into our heads. Yeah. And that one, because is each band member ending up dancing with their male counterpart, themselves dressed as a man? 
Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, I was. I, they two all. Two of them are, I think. They seem to. That's true, actually. I mean, quite a few seem to dance with Rob Lowe, which I also was surprised to see in the video. <laughs> and a, like a twelve-year-old-looking yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Rob Lowe. Um, and then, the, then I think they weren't quite sure what decade they were going to be in. Yes. So yes. there is some sort of hairspray type hair and makeup yes but then yes, it's Belinda Carlisle has a fantastic wig that looks like it comes from the set of hairspray but then Jane Wheedlin is dressed as one of the Beatles yeah yeah so it, yeah I couldn't quite figure out what was going on on there and I think they all play like three four roles I think yes. I would have to really deconstruct it and watch it yeah. like yeah. <laughs> 10 times 20 times I do love the vacation one, the vacation yes. video. I do remember that. I remember them. It's so hilarious the way they've put their heads on water skiing girls in pink with white tutus and they're doing all the tricks. Yeah, and it's and so obvious. To pretending to do it. I yeah, know it's so the, obvious the, that it's not them it, doing the really stuff. It's really brilliant. Mm. And, and in the um, documentary, they had photographs someone had taken them like just walking out on the street in those costumes to have a cigarette break. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really funny. Because I love, again, the way they've got like such punk DIY spirit, but they show how punk and pop were united. Because, I mean, as Adrian always tells me, Sid Vicious liked ABBA. Uh-huh. You, you shouldn't see them as distinct, you know, these no. two things blurred. And so their songs are so, I like the kind of fast punkiness, but they're really fun as well. Yeah. And I think there's just such a sense of fun about them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they, but the change from punk to, I think, what is the expression they keep using? New or, wave? No, no, it's more like they were, they they kept saying in a few things I looked at that they were going to, they were presented as the girl, maybe not the, uh, America's Sweeter or something. There was, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's really interesting how, yeah, they, they're actually, the way they behaved off stage and everything didn't change at all, but how no, how true. they suddenly had this sort of, this yeah, it really worked, this sort of very clean, pretty, bubbly image yes. that was so convincing. But again, like you say, people have different sides. And I think in one of the documentary, they actually said, one of them says that, well, people are complex and you're not just one or, mm. one or, one or the other, which I know is an well, obvious thing, but, yeah, but I but obviously I need it, to be reminded once <laughs> once in a while. very complex and I need you to remember. Yeah. No, it, it's true. And it, again, speaks to how a white male-dominated industry doesn't know how to package women yeah. because it can only see women in certain you know, you either like super sexy or your girl next door and you can't be mm. somewhere in between or something else entirely. Yeah. And I there's a bit in the um, documentary about how they appeared on Rolling Stone, which was really a big thing for, for an all-girl group. And they decided to wear, they're wearing like Hanes underwear and vests because they wanted to deliberately make a comment about not being, you know, sex bomb pinups. And the... That's what the photograph says, but then the headline was something like, the go-go's put out. Mm. So by putting that headline, obviously it completely altered yeah. the meaning of the thing. And it is like, like they're so interesting, and yet the industry couldn't see that 
almost. But I just can't stop thinking about all of their outfits. And I loved... I'm sorry, I know I'm going from no, a go, very deep important go. point to, to outfits. But, <laughs> but I, I was, like, so enjoying all the big T-shirts, all yes. those dresses. But then with, like, it looked almost like upholstery fringing slung over one shoulder or, like, a black T-shirt tube dress with an enormous pink chiffon. That I love. Lovely that, cape event. Yeah, that pink it. chiffon thing I love. That was yeah. so good. That was so good because you could see how they'd and like all of them wearing sort of combinations of which I think is such an 80s thing and was so cool of like little tubey mini skirt. It's it's quite sort of Norma Kamali is the high end version of it of like they're basically all T-shirts, but you just scrunch them up or pull mm. them out to get different lengths and wear them on different bits of your body. So it's basically a T-shirt, but you make it into a skirt or a belt or a top, or you wear it asymmetrically. It's just layering of... Or a hairband, even. Yes, yes. Mm. I really liked that. I enjoyed how there, it's like a brilliant epoch pre-grooming and professionals being involved, where they're doing their own makeup and hair and styling. So it's much more expressive. It's not slick and everybody coordinated, but they really go together because they're all thinking in a similar way and playing the same music yeah so i was thinking true. you you only get the kind of ultra grooming coming i think like during the 90s and into the early aughts that everybody has to be camera ready yeah i guess possibly also to do with technology i guess i saw an interview with the them and the director and oh, wow. And the director, it was, a, they were at Sundance, which I thought was great, the documentary. Mm. And um, the go-go said that they had seen the Eagles film, which the director did, which I also thought in itself is very interesting to go from the Eagles. The Eagles yeah. I don't know who the Eagles are. Oh, um, y you probably wouldn't like them. I, I, uh, they were a big part of when, when I grew up. But yeah, l look them up. And it's very, okay, very different. Them from them to go to the Go-Go's. But then the Go-Go's said, we weren't sure this was going to work out because with the Eagles, there's all this amazing footage and we didn't have such great footage from us. In terms of quality, I think, I mean. I see. So I, there is, I am actually get, getting to a point just in a roundabout way. And um, <laughs> the director then said, well, before you came, it was a lot of it was shot on film, so the quality is really great. And then... But you get into this period where it's all on, on horrible VHS. And that, oh. that is an issue. And I, saw, I when you were just saying that about the makeup, I just wondered whether that had something to do with it as That's well. That's really interesting. Mm. Whether, uh. you know, when the technology gets better that you also have to have. Yeah, have better. Or maybe have it to. actually looks less professional than it actually is because the quality of the video is so bad. Wow, I don't know. that's really interesting. I've just looked up the Eagles, and I know you shouldn't judge your book by its <laughs> cover, but lots of men with long hair and denim is yeah. not really yeah. my thing. Mm. I think that's enough information on them yeah. Yeah. really at this point. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a really interesting point, isn't it? That, yeah, very interesting. I hadn't thought about that of video as being this kind of lost, not lost era, but yeah. that, probably quite a lot of stuff has been lost because if you play it a lot of video yeah just goes deteriorates yeah 
The other thing I absolutely love is how Belinda Carlyle dances. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I like that too. Yeah. And also I like that she changes. I've seen I've seen bits where she's barefoot. I've seen bits where she's yes. in ballerinas. Then she's in really super high heel stiletto. Yes. And she can do all of it. She can do all of it and she can still do the same dance. Yeah. No, they're, they're really rather fabulous. Mm. And and I think the documentary is excellent. They're like really, really good. And I love it. I love it when they all come back together in the end. So you get a happy ending. And I like that Melinda Carlisle is like so groomed now that she does kind of waspy punky. Uh, there was a bit where she where they're performing now or like in the last five years or so where she's wearing a black polo neck black like sheer black tights black super high heels and then a black pencil skirt long black pencil skirt with a split at the back and that's made of is it it's like it's not rubber it's but you know that like really shiny 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 glossy like fake leather i can't think what you call it oh so like patent like, leathery yeah like that thing. kind of mm. effect so it's like she's bit, she's making a nod towards punky, but she's also looking super sleek. Yeah. Kind of Donna Karen businesswoman. Mm. That's great too, just that you don't have, you know, you can still be on stage. Yes. Yeah. And, and that the others have all still got quite, well, not all of them, but like quite punky hair. Yeah, I love the drama. I think the she, drama is so good. Yeah. I also always, and I'm also so in good. awe of dramas always. I mean, of people who can play the guitar, I'm in awe of them too, but I, I always particularly think... Drumming just seems like a separate genre of yeah. being, really. And it just seems, I don't know, I always think it must be so much fun. It must be. And you must have to be so energetic mm. to keep going. Yeah. Because it's so... I could see you playing the drums. <laughs> could you not get a drum kit? Yeah, that, that yeah. Project? Yeah, rather than a glockenspiel, maybe that was a bit oh aiming a bit low. Um, but the the glockenspiel is your entry, your gateway. Yeah. Instrument, you mm. know, you can you can build up from there. That's hitting stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's you can just true. hit bigger and bigger objects until yeah. you get to a drum kit. Yeah, that's maybe one way of of getting there. <laughs> So in the documentary, just quickly, so are they going, like, is it sort of vaguely, is it mainly chronological or how does it work? It's is chronological, it, mm, mm. yeah, which is really fascinating because then you get to see, and it's just really poignant seeing them reminiscing about each period and, and how raw their emotion is still about certain periods. And it's like fascinating when they come to the UK and they're touring with the specials and madness. Yeah, that I thought was so surprising. Yeah, really interesting, and and that they supported I mean, police. I was really surprised yes, as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, because their manager is the brother of one of the police. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, their man, their, not not their manager. The the label they're signed to. Oh, okay. Miles mm. Copeland ran the label that they were signed to in America. Oh, okay. And he is the brother of one of the police. Mm. But yeah, it's like. The thought of how I, I feel sad for them that they had to come to the UK. I mean, not to be with the specials of Madness because they're both super fantastic mm. and amazing. But I've read about them touring at the, in the early 80s and how horrible it was because the National Front was, oh, was yeah, coming true. to their, mm. were coming to their 
gigs and it's getting really violent and right-wing and horrible and i mean obviously those two bands were representing the opposite of what the national front stood for and the thought of coming from california sunshine to gray britain and then you also have the national front to deal with Mm. is is not good so they should get extra kudos for having survived that yeah and our lips have sealed is one of my favorite songs of all time no that is the, great. the fun mm. boy three version because i love the fun boy three. oh i, I don't know that band. so this oh my is God, my homework love, oh you must you must listen to the fun boy three version okay i love the fun boy three brilliant but yes that was a very long way to say yes it is chronological so you come up to them rehearsing now and writing and new, writing new music and that's which good. is really cool yeah and it's really good that they managed to patch things up because it sounded quite dramatic there it it yes mm. it was bad and dramatic mm. and mm. awful and the usual kind of horrible things of money and fame and drugs and things mm just disrupting what they were doing Mm. but also i think it must be really hard it's so relentless like touring and being in the studio and touring and being in the studio that it must be really hard to just keep going without falling out at certain points yeah definitely and also it sounds like this well like it happens so often it sounds like they when they came back from england they were sort of famous so quickly Yes. Oh, and Beatrice, I've just remembered something that I must tell you in light of previous conversations, that at one point when they were touring, they had an ongoing joke that they were the clown family. Oh, so really? They had red clown noses on, and there's like hilarious Polaroids of them pretending to give birth to each other as clowns. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I know, I know. I thought of you immediately. <sighs> I must, yeah, that that's interesting that you now think of me immediately if you see someone pretending to give birth to a clown. <laughs> I think that's Beatrice. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so I will watch the documentary. Yeah, probably that's the point we should. Yeah, start. I will watch the documentary and excellent. Please do. Uh, the version by by who again? Fun Boy Three. Fun Boy Three. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right, perfect. Talk to you next week. Yeah, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.